This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, April 20th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing? Don't worry, I missed you yesterday. Yeah, it was me and Brad on Tuesday morning, and uh, believe it or not, I did not sound like a zombie this time, uh, unlike when we recorded Sunday morning. So you are uh, drinking coffee, I take it? No, 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 just uh, put a little more, I basically hadn't just got up, and that helped, uh, but yeah, um, the the mornings is a, is a challenge for me, but I'm putting some effort into that, but uh, but yeah, we took a, a small day off, and uh, yeah. Did you watch much baseball on Tuesday? On Tuesday, yeah, I did. Yeah, no, I, I watched the White Sox for a bit. Yeah, Matt Latos, right? His, eh. his May is going to be such a catastrophe. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. The regression's going to be fun. It, his May is going to be a total catastrophe. I don't. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, but so far so good. Just stranding all those base runners. It's not even allowing many hits, but yeah. oh, yeah, and that's that's what's even. And he's not striking anybody out really either, which is even more terrible. No. Just sinker all day in that great White Sox infield. That, that White Sox defense bailing them out. It's fun. Uh, they're better. They're better this year with Frazier and Lowry than they were last year with whoever and whoever at the. Second so forgettable. Uh, yeah. Completely forgettable players at second and third. Yep. Yep. Basically. Uh, well, we are going to look at uh, picks for Wednesday, the twentieth, and we got this weird schedule going on. This is one of the weirder ones, just in terms of, it's not like early and late, it's like a handful of early ones that kind of trickle into a regular late slate. And I think our cutoff is uh, those first three games, uh, Colorado at Cincinnati, uh, Cubs at St. Louis, and your White Sox are playing at 11 a.m. my time, which will be 1 p.m. your time. It's day baseball. It's kind of, do you know why they have these day games on Wednesday? Any clue? It's April. Yeah, because the schedule's weird to start the year. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, yeah, so we're going to look at the evening games. We can mention Seattle at Cleveland. It starts an hour before everything else, but it'll mostly be the evening games. Good news is there's a ton of options to pick from. Lots of stuff going on. Um, before we get to that, though, let's definitely talk about our sponsor, helping us keep the lights on, is uh, SeatGeek.com. It uh, has uh, tickets for sale, uh, and you can also sell them there or buy them. Use the SeatGeek app on your phone, on your device, on any way that you access things like that. And, uh, yeah, they sponsor us, and they gave us a special promo code. You just put in streams, S-T-R-E-A-M-S, the name of the show, and a promo code, and they give you 20 bucks, which is pretty cool to go try out their app and uh, get 20 bucks off a ticket at... You know, probably a baseball game if you're listening to this podcast, but it can be a concert, it can be another sporting event, it can be a show, all kinds of stuff is going on there. So check that out, they support us, and if you do, make sure to tweet at us, let us know that you used it and that uh, you liked it, because yeah, 20 I, bucks I, off I is not bad. I'm just... the, 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 the opening, the first tweet we get from somebody who used our promo code at yeah. com to, to save $20 with, with the promo yeah. code Little... Streams, S-T-R-E-A-M-S. Yeah, twenty bucks off just to use it is pretty rad. So uh, I, I yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't speak for you, but I know I've used it. Yeah, so uh, yeah, really, really happy they're sponsoring us, and it's it's a cool app. I've only heard great things about the company, and it's been great to work with them. So you're make I'm, sure to I'm get in trouble for using it. Do you? I don't think so. No, you're a, a customer. They're glad to have you. 
for yeah. sure. I think you're allowed to use her on code. We didn't clear that, but I think it's a thumbs up for sure. We'll see. Um, all right, so on to our DFS picks for Wednesday. Matt, starting at catcher, where are you looking at here on the slate? I, I was kind of excited by some of the options at catcher. Yeah? Actually an uh, intriguing catcher day? Yeah, it, 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 I, I found catcher to be much easier than some of the other infield positions, believe it or not. Which All right. Well, who's exciting for you at catcher? Um, starting with Matt Wieters versus Ari Dickey. Okay, sure. Usually like him against the lefty a little bit more, but it doesn't really matter when it's Ari Dickey, I feel no, like. No, it doesn't. And yeah. Wieters just homered yesterday, so I'm, I'm kind of feeling some, Ari, some, some Matt Wieters love. Sure. I think picking against Ari Dickey is always fine. It's a little bit of a question mark, but there's always potential there. Okay. Um, who else do you like? It is, in fact, a Hank Congrede versus Rick Porcello. Okay, sure. I, I'm into that. I... I read that article last year about how Hank Conger didn't throw, like, anybody out, or threw, like, one guy out, and in my head, it, like, makes him a flawed player, but I have to keep in mind that that does not matter. He's, he's not throwing people out for DFS, he's just hitting, and he can do that, for sure. He hits righties like crazy, so, mm. yeah, and Rick Porcello's not very good, so, I'm into that. Um, who else you got? Sarathon, Brian McCann, assuming he's healthy against Kendall Graveman. I have that. I, I'm not as sold on Kendall Graveman as you are, but even with <laughs> you picking against him... I'm, I'm, I'm not sold on Kendall Graveman in, in New Yankee. Yeah, no, not at all. That's going to be... It's not a great place for anyone to pitch, much less him. So, um, yeah. yeah, I have that. I've got two more. We've got Derek Norris versus Jeff Locke, the Redstone yes. Rocket himself. Yeah, got to gotta pick against him with a lefty. Also, yeah. I need to see some good starts from him this year, I feel like. Yeah. And finally, assuming he's healthy, he has Money Grandal versus Julio Tehran. I had that too. Um, I had a bunch of Tehran picks uh, yeah. on the Tuesday that, episode. And they... Not very good against lefties, and there's a few lefties in the Dodgers lineup that. Yeah. DFS I picked them on Tuesday, up. and they like changed their starter and moved things around. So I got to pick yeah. all those guys yeah. again. But I mean, he's he's not the illness, which we also like, because that yes. means he's in a weakened state. I would like him to be healthy and feel okay, but in terms of yeah. if I have to pick against him, that is. A good thing, in that sense, yes. If, if um, I'm playing DFS, I, I, I want him weakened and poor. There you go. Um, I have those guys. Um, I also had Travis Darno getting Jeremy Hellickson, if you are not believing Jeremy Hellickson. Or, more importantly, that Phillies bullpen when he's out. I think Darno will do fine uh, there. And then, uh, do you like Stephen Vogt at Yankee Stadium getting uh, Nadia Valdi? Yeah, I guess. It's, it's, it's the right matchup. But... Yeah. You're just not nuts about Stephen Vogt, really, are you? I think I, I like Derek Norris and Hank Conger. Yeah. And even Matt Weider's a bit better, I think. Yep. No, I like all those for sure. You're not going near Buster Posey getting Zach Granke, are you? Not for the money, I, I feel I, like. I, I'd rather, if I'm doing, doing like a late slate like that, I'd much rather have Derek Norris versus Jeff Locke. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I didn't have Posey. I was just checking. Worth a mention, but I think there are other places to go. Um, okay, how about first base? What are you thinking? we got plenty of options as usual, but are there any of them that are particularly nice for you? I think it's a great Crush Davis day versus Ari Dickey. Yeah, yeah. Ready to pick those uh, Orioles guys against Ari Dickey. I, I agree. Especially he's putting it in the air. That's good for them. I, I wrote on the, the entire state of Texas versus Doug Fister. Sure. He has not looked great yet. Uh, I want him to be good. One. Yeah. I want them to be good, but so far, not so good in their uh, experiment. Looking for a bounce back. Um, 
But yeah, so that's Mitch Moreland or Prince Fielder. Both of them homered on Tuesday. Hmm. So why not, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, anybody else uh, exciting for you, sticking out for you? I, I kind of like Lucas Duda versus versus Hellboy versus Jeremy Hellickson. Yeah. yeah, I have that too. Lucas Duda also showing some power and... He's going to hit 30 home runs. He does it every year, you know. So I, I like that. And I'm not totally sold on Helixson. I'm sold on other guys in that line or in that rotation more than Helixson, yeah. personally. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm in there. I got Duda. Uh, what do you think about opposite that? Would you consider Ryan Howard getting Bartolo Colon? Probably not. No? Too boring for you? Yeah. I mean, it's not going to, like, in any way surprise you if he hits a homer off of him, obviously. It's probably happened before, and I'm probably I, so no. But I, I, if I'm you know building a DFS lineup, I think I'd like something a bit more exciting, a bit more upside than Ryan Howard. Sure, sure. Even though he's getting Bartolo Colon, um, how about Mark Teixeira getting Kendall Graveman? I have that written down too. I kind of like that for him. Yeah, I think Graveman could be in for a tough day there. Um, I think Edwin Encarnacion getting Ubaldo Mendez is a big one. It might be pretty popular. Um, it's easy to pick on Ubaldo, and Edwin can. Do bad things to right-handed batters. He's right-handed, but he doesn't care. He also hits righties. He'll be fine. So, how, how do you feel about Logan Morrison versus Porcello? Logan Morrison just I feel like hasn't done much this year. I don't know. I like picking against Porcello, but I'm kind of waiting on him to show that he's doing much at all. He's been dreadful. Oh man, I just in my head I was like he's been bad, and I'm gonna go check and make sure. Um, have you looked at what he's done this season? No. Yeah. All right, we're going to play a game. Terrible. All right, guess his OPS. 407. Lower. 308. Lower. 201. Lower. His OPS. 180 OPS I... in 34 plate appearances. Uh, this is through Monday, not through Tuesday. I don't actually know what he did on Tuesday. But that's two hits and a run scored and two walks in 34 trips to the plate. Oh, no extra base hits. Yeah, a 180 OPS. That's hard to do. Um, That's, yeah, I, he's a better player than that. And I don't think, oh, he's like crappy this year, but it's like, I need to see more. He only had a 685 OPS last year with Seattle. I, I need to see more, um, before I'm ready to pick him. What's that? Didn't he hit three homers in a game last year? Uh, I know he had a two homer game. Oh, it was a two homer. It's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he has skills. I've liked him for a long time. He's 28. Uh, there's... I want to see him do well, but I can't pick him until his OPS is above 200. I think that's a fair rule. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been bad. The Logan Morrison rule. The player must have a 200 OPS. Yeah, it's it's high standards here at the Field of Stearns podcast. But uh, I like Logan Morrison. I'm not I'm not out. I'm just not in yet. You know. Um, so, uh, what do you think about my boy Chris Carter getting Tommy Malone? That's righty on lefty. Tommy Malone's not that great. It's in Milwaukee, and uh, then he gets the uh, Twins bullpen. It's a Chris Carter day. I yeah, I guess it is. I just if there's a day where you would like Chris Carter, and it sounds like you don't, and that's fine. I don't uh, it is a Chris Carter day, I think. Um, I had Freddie Freeman getting Ross Stripling, which is okay. I don't know who Freddie Freeman's gonna drive in. We picked. Uh, we picked Alex Wood going to Atlanta for Tuesday, and we're like, yeah, it's a pretty solid, safe one. He's underrated. <laughs> and that did not go well. Uh, this is what happens when you try and predict pitching in general, and baseball. It doesn't make any sense. But um, I'm still not worried about them. But but Freddie Freeman against Ross Stripling, 
Should be fine, I guess. I I'm just never been that excited by Freddie Freeman. He's a good, consistent player, but not enough power for me. Would Would you agree, or do you? The would thing you I like there is, is the on base percentage. You know, you're not getting a zero with Freddie Freeman. Yes, not. he's kind of the opposite of Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard could easily go for four, but more likely to to home run. So wouldn't Joey Votto uh, be the opposite of Ryan Howard? Uh, the extreme opposite, yes. Yes, I I just meant more around similar value-ish, maybe. Probably not. Freeman's probably even more. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, the only other name I had at first base. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm just talking about, like, in DFS and in terms of what I'm thinking to get from him. Because um, I think the difference between Votto and Freeman is really big. Um, I don't know. I've just never had Freeman in my head as, like, a top first base guy. What's that? I don't think the difference is as, as as vast as you're making it out to be. Maybe it's not. I mean, I'm carrying my own bias. I just also don't know who Freeman's going to drive in. That's another good Well, AJ Pruszynski. Yeah, clearly. Um, the back. only other first baseman I had is Paul Goldschmidt getting Madison Bumgarner just to be able to pick on a lefty, but I don't think there's much picking on Madison Bumgarner unless you're Enrique Hernandez. So uh, you can do that. It would be a bit of a fade, but it's an expensive fade. So I... If you were in a big GPP, I would consider that. But I don't know. Um, did you have any other first baseman I didn't uh, mention? I did not. Okay. Getting through that long list. Um, how about second base? Where do you think you're going? I'm starting with Jason Kipnis versus Taiwan Walker. Okay. Sure. Uh, if you're doing that Seattle game uh, at the weird time, I think that's fine. Uh, that's is nice. it because you like Jason Kipnis or because you're down on Taiwan Walker? Uh, it's left down already action. You know, Walker doesn't really have a platoon split, but Kipnis yeah. has a huge platoon split. Yeah. Platoon of a four twelve on base percent last year against against right handed pitching, so Yeah. Uh, I I'm fine with that. I, I want Taiwan Walker to be good, but also haven't seen it yet. So yeah. I yeah. think it'd be fine. I, I want I've I've got a couple of shares of him this year and I really want him to be good too. But... If you like Chris Davis and Matt Wieters, do you also like uh Jonathan Scope, Gennari Dickey? Yeah, he's probably number two on my list. Yeah, he'll be good. Um, how about the red-hot Neil Walker getting Jeremy Hallicks in? Provided I, his Walker, price hasn't gone through the roof now that he homers all the time, always. Yeah, it's, it, he's got six homers, I think, isn't it? Something crazy. He's <laughs> Yeah, he's on fire at the plate. Um, which is funny because everyone's like, oh, Daniel Murphy's been so good since he left, and all oh, the Mets are missing him. And like, yeah, they might miss Daniel Murphy, but uh, Neil Walker's been just fine. Um, so... Uh, you could take him against Hellickson and that Phillies bullpen. Part of why he's been so hot is because he's playing the Phillies also. Um, how about, uh, I got one. Uh, D. Gordon getting Joe Ross. Because Joe Ross is a pretty competent pitcher, but oh my goodness, does he have splits. He, like, murders right-handed pitching. Or right-handed batters. Pardon me. Um, he can totally sit down the the same side of guys. His OPS against righties in his career, 436. Which is awesome if you can do that. Uh, it's only 187 played appearances, but still. But uh, 436 to 784 to lefties. That is Robbie Ray esque, except flipped, but you know. Um, yeah, so I'm uh, ready to take lefties against Joe Ross, and one of those would be D. Gordon. So if you, if you want to hope that that weakness sticks, I don't think Joe Ross will hold splits like that that long. And if he does, he won't stay a starter. But, um, but yeah. I like D. Gordon there. Who else do you got at second base? I got Rugnet. I wrote him down against Fister. He is uh, part of the state of Texas, so yeah, yeah. And anybody there getting Doug Fister, I think he'll be just fine for sure. Yeah, I like except that. Except Elvis Andrews, who 
No. Do no thanks. Hit anybody anymore, apparently. Yeah. He, in his game today, hit one high and deep down the line and left and, like, totally watched it go. I was like, man, look at that home right just hit. And it bounced off the top of the wall. <laughs> he had to stop at second base. Uh, and his teammates gave him a bunch of crap for it, which you would and should. Um, but yeah, he, he wasn't able to do that against, I think it was off Scott Feldman, um, or somebody in the bullpen. Um, but yes, I, I'm not interested in Andrews, but also at second still, uh, Jose Altuve gets Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels is a pretty decent pitcher, but, uh, Altuve hits like 350 against lefties. He's insane. So I'm okay with picking against the lefty there if you want to. Um, any other second baseman for you? No, we ran it down. Yeah, I have five total options. That's plenty in this slate. How about third base? I only have four names. How many did you come up with? I, I had three, and I'm not sure if one of them counts. So Okay, I'm excited for that then. I wrote down Mike Moustakas just because I think we have to. Sure, it'll be fine. Lefty and ready versus Jordan Zimmerman. I don't love it, but if you're going to attack Zimmerman, it's with lefties. Yeah. So. He'd be okay. It's, it's, it's not, it's about as boring as Mike Moustakis typically is. It is. It, it's, it's the Johnny Peralta third baseman picks for 2016. It really is. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fine. Uh, next up, uh, Manny, Maca- Manny Machado versus Ari Dickey. Yes. Sure. You want him against, he's got kind of the Arenado split where you want him against righties, not so much against lefties. Mm-hmm. I like that. And lastly, my, the I'm not sure pick is A-Rod versus Kendall Graveman. Okay. It's righty on righty, but I think that if you believe Graveman's going to struggle, and I certainly think he might, uh, yeah. Yankee Stadium, he could, A-Rod could certainly be a part of that. Mm-hmm. So, did you have more insight to to it than that, other than you think Graveman might have a hard time? You want me to pull up the numbers? No, I just didn't know if you had another angle on it. I think that's all you need. I just I didn't would, know if there was I would be happy reason. to pull the numbers if you... If... No, it's okay. It's, A-Rod is still good against righties. You don't think um, would like to hear the numbers? Sure. What are, your, what are your numbers for A-Rod versus Kendall Graveman? Kendall Graven, believe it or not, for his entire career, he's given up 15 home runs. How many of those yes. do you think have come against right-handed bats? Uh, 12. 11, close enough. Okay. He's got a 783 career OPS, versus, OPS against against right-handed bats. I'm kind of looking forward to betting against that. Yeah, I, I think so. Especially, at, again, we keep talking about it at Yankee Stadium. It could be a long day for him. And the A's bullpen hasn't been great, so I believe in A-Rod. I'm fine with that. He's not, not very good on grass, which is odd. Huh. Now you're just enjoying Kendall Graveman splits in general, which is okay. How's he day-night? Are you looking at day-night splits? I did. Or going to bring that in? It's nothing significant. It's yeah. I, I, He's pretty surprisingly poor during the day, considering most guys are usually better during the day. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so I, at third base, also had Josh Donaldson get Nubaldo, if you want to pay for him. That's a fine matchup. It's fine to pick on Nubaldo. I, I could see that going well. And then... Uh, it's righty on righty, but Michael Franco could get Bartolo Colon, and I think Bartolo Colon is capable of giving up homers. You know, it's a little more exciting than Ryan Howard getting them, uh, and Michael Franco is very competent. Um, and then uh, my last one is Anthony Rendon getting way in Chen, which is righty on lefty. Anthony Rendon hasn't shown a lot yet this year. I know he's talented as long as he's healthy. He's the Logan Morris in third baseman. I don't know if he's been that bad. You're going to make me check. I would be willing to bet that his OPS is above 200. That's not... Uh, if, if you're going it's to bet. 634. That's like almost four times as much as Logan Morrison's. <laughs> but still not very good. Uh, still waiting for him to do... He has one RBI through Monday. 
in case that's, you that's know. only one more than me and i don't play yeah oh man what a slacker this guy i think we can just conclude at this point in the podcast that anthony rendon stinks at baseball obviously <laughs> that's the conclusion we're getting to um i think he'll be finding its way in chen though i think that's a fine pick um Okay, on the shortstop, I had four names, and you it's still a little thin. More, I had two. It's two more than I was able to Okay, think. who are your two? I've got Brad Miller versus Rick Porcello. Yes, very boring, but very doable. What? It's Brad Miller's very whatever. He'll be fine. I, I like it. Brad it's Miller. at the top of my list. I had it, too. I think he's a quality baseball player. Qualifies all over the diamond. Yeah. I'm a big fan. of. I'm, I, I enjoy Brad Miller against right-hand pitching. Sure. And the other name I had was uh, Ezra Cabrera versus Hellboy. Okay, I he's I'll give you this. Uh, Ezra Cabrera is more boring than Brad Miller, so there you go. <laughs> I, I like Brad Miller more than Ezra Cabrera, so okay. yeah. Um, okay, I have them. Uh, I have Corey Seager getting Julio Tehran because again that lefty on righty thing is what you want there. Um, Carlos Correa getting Cole Hamels. You have to pay for it, but Carlos Correa is awesome against lefties. He's awesome in general against righties, but he's especially awesome against lefties. I, so I can see your pick a lot, though. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, the other one, my boy, Jonathan VR, getting Tommy Malone and the Twins bullpen in Milwaukee. I, I believe in uh, Jonathan VR. He's a switch hitter. He'll be fine. Tommy Malone. There was, a, there was a day three or four years ago where I believed in Tommy Malone. I don't know if it was that. God. It was a while ago when he was awesome at home for the A's, but not on the road. Well, but the podcast for three years. I think it has to be three years ago. It was. Do you remember that when when it was all about Tommy Malone at home? Yep. Yeah, uh, not so much anymore. He got traded to the Twins, uh, so uh, I, I think that would be fine with Jonathan Pierre there. Um, all right, on to the outfield. Plenty of options. I have Adam Jones, but if I'm not mistaken, he got sick on Tuesday, right? Or do you know anything yeah, about that? He left the game early, and the the tweet I saw said like stomach virus or something. So uh, check and make sure he's okay. Didn't go to the hospital, but might be worth avoiding there, especially against a guy like Dickey. Yeah, if he had really um, good Jones Day. Hope he's not sick. Yeah, hope he's all right. If he's in there, if they say oh he's fine, he was just dehydrated, he'll be okay. Then then go nuts. Um, how about any Yankees outfielder against Kendall Graveman, whether it's Beltran or Ellsbury or Gardner? Are you just fine with picking more warm bodies from the I'm Yankees? Okay with- the first two, I don't like Gardner as much. Okay, okay, that's fine. Um, your boy, Corey Dickerson, getting Rick Porcello? Yes, yeah. Yes, yes, I, I think so. Um, how about, here's one. If you want to go Blue Jays, but you want to go a little less obvious, I mean, you can take uh, Batista against Ubaldo, of course. Always good Batista day. But how about Kevin Pillar getting Ubaldo? If you think that the Blue Jays are going to score some runs... And he might be up in the lineup uh, as part of it. Are you a Kevin Pillar guy at all? I, 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 you could talk me into it. If, if the price is right, yeah, I could be Kevin Pillar guy. Yeah. yeah. If I'm, you just want him in that lineup for the good matchup. Um, Brad and I were talking about part of the problem against picking against the Orioles is they have a pretty good bullpen. That's true. But yeah. no, if, if I need like a third outfielder and Kevin Pillar is priced right, no problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Kevin Pillar, this is one of my favorite things. This is off track a little bit. Uh, let's see if I can find it. So, yeah, my favorite fun fact about Kevin Pillar, I, I found it, I had to look it up, um, was that in 2015, in the first half, he hit 278, and in the second half, he hit 278. And then in 2015, against righties, he hit 278, and against lefties, 
he hit 278, which is bonkers and bananas. Because if you look at what he hit by month, I can list those. 273, 181, 365, 283, 240, 333. He was not consistent. He was hot and cold all year. And somehow, first half, second half, lefty-righty was all batting 278. I don't know. That's just a really weird thing about Kevin Pillar that I will always remember about this 2015 season. Also, he uh, tomorrow will face off against Ubaldo Jimenez, which is the relevant part that we're talking about here. Um, and I think he'd be fine there. Might hit 278. Sort of. You can't really do that in a game, but you know what I mean. Matt, Josh Reddick, Nate Eovaldi, Yankee Stadium. You okay with that? I've got it written down, yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling this train back on course, kind of. Um, Back to picking lefties against Joe Ross. It's Christian Yelich, left-handed outfielder. We'll do just fine, wouldn't you say? You like Christian Yelich a lot, don't you? Do you? I think he's fine, yeah. He's still really young. He contributes sometimes his power, sometimes his speed. I like him, yeah. Are you not a Yelich person? I can see it. I don't, I, yeah, if 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 the splits for for Ross are as as wide as they've been reported, I, I yes. have no problem with it. Yeah. They are. I did read them right. Um, Matt, who do you like in the outfield? Who are you taking a look at? I I, I like some of the stacks on 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 Wednesday. I like the mm-hmm. Padre stack versus Jeff Locke. Okay, sure. Matt, Matt Kemp and our guy Melvin. You would actually consider Melvin Upton in DFS? He's been good this year. Against Jeff Locke? Yeah, I would, actually. Oh, man, now you're just picking on Jeff Locke like crazy. But I get it. Yep, I get it. Yeah. Sure. Padre snack. That'll be uh, unpopular. It will, yeah, Melvin it will not be very popular. That's that's all points you can have. But, so, he's kind of an 0-4 guy. He can definitely put up a 0. But he also can contribute with power and can contribute with speed. That's the thing. Even when he's been bad, he still hits up an okay homer and steals pace. You know, he just doesn't get on base and strikes out all the time. So, um, yeah, I don't think that's a crazy pick at all. Pick no, it's not crazy. It's against Jeff Locke. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, who else you got? I, I kind of like Jack Peterson versus Julio Tejeron. Yes, I I agree. He's, you know, should be fine. He, Kleeg should be fine, but I think we agree we want the lefties against Tehran specifically. Do, that's yeah. his weakness. Yeah. Um. Do you like any of, uh, on the opposite side of the Padres one, do you like any of the Pirates getting Drew Pomeranz? I know you kind of like Drew Pomeranz, but what? McCutcheon you, and Marte should do fine, right? You, you don't like those? You don't want to pick against Pomeranz? Not, not in San Diego. No, I don't. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. How about Jason Worth getting way in, Chen? He hit a homer on Tuesday. He likes to hit lefties. Used to be just a lefty masher is kind of what he did until he learned to hit righties. Do you like Jason Worth at all? I'm going to kind of my shoulders at that one. Not really. Yeah. Um, for me, I like George Springer getting Cole Hamels. Do you like that? It's all right. Uh, how about, how do you feel about Ryan Braun versus Tommy Malone? Definitely. I have Ryan Braun for sure getting the, getting the lefty. I might have a Brewer stack here. Um, also on there is a Domingo Santana, big lefty masher. He loves to hit lefties and he's a bit raw, but there are skills there and it's Tommy Malone and it's the twins bullpen. I am in on the Brewers outfield. Uh, specifically Santana and Braun, for sure, in that matchup. And we, yep. we, we haven't mentioned the Mets stack against Hellboy, either. No, and they'll all be fine. I like Granderson more than most people. I think he's consistent enough like and can contribute. More than most people. Yeah, uh, either of them. And even Cespedes will be fine. He's been hot. Yeah. Uh, so any of those Mets you want to take, I am A-OK with. Um, are there any other outfielders for you? I think we ran it down pretty well, no. Yeah, there's a lot of options. can do just fine. Pitching is where it gets fun. Pitching is where it gets kind of weird on Wednesday. Uh, 
I'm going to start with, I don't know that I want to pick him, but I want to talk about, would you, Ian Kennedy's been good. It's only been two starts, and he gets the Tigers, and that's a bad matchup, but one, are you starting to, it's only been two starts, you're starting to buy Ian Kennedy at all, and two, would you ever consider him against the Tigers? I, I kind of would here, I think. It's, it's yeah. in Kansas City, which I like for him. Yeah. And I like the defense. <sighs> Me too. Yeah. I, uh, I It's a volatile I, one. And not only it's that, a deep I, pick. I, I was like actively looking for guys to pick against him, and I really couldn't find that many. Yeah. I'm like scared to pick against. It's the Royals thing. I don't want to pick against him. But, like, I don't want to... I don't know that I trust him enough to pick him. I don't know. If you were doing, like, a cheaper, like, uh, for-fun stack, which is maybe, like, in a big GPP or something and hoping he does something crazy, like, it'd be fine. I don't know. I throw my hands in the air when it's Ian Kennedy. Kind of frustrated because I want to figure him out, and I can't. Or what's going on with those Royals pitchers? You know, Other I, than the I, crazy I, defense. I, I thought he could, he could win a Cy Young Award in San Diego, and he was totally... And he was, Awful. He was awful. awful. Like, well, beyond awful. Yeah. Um, do you want? I know we picked a bunch of hitters. We we don't <laughs> want Kendall Graveman or Nate Evaldi, right? Yankee Stadium. In particular, no. I mean, I'm sorry. Just just to get back to to Kennedy. Kennedy yeah. Th- th- there are no lefties that I'm afraid of in the Tigers lineup. Uh, Anthony Guz doesn't worry you. Neither does Tyler Collins. No. Yeah. Uh, V Mart is a switch hitter, but you got to make sure he's okay. I think he was questionable on Tuesday. Should be alright, but he might not be in the lineup Wednesday. Yeah, I, mean, I like him, but Andrew not a great... Line, Jared Seltomaki are switch hitters. It's not a lot of lefties there, no. They're, they're awfully right-handed. Yeah, they are. They're full of good hitters, there's just not a lot of value there. So, I don't know. Ian Kennedy is not a strong endorsement, but I'm at least interested. I'm intrigued. So, um, Would you consider Bartolo getting the Phillies? I think I kind of would, yeah. I'm going to consider him in our contest, and we'll get to that. It's hard to love him in DFS just because of the lack of strikeouts. Just not a lot of upside there, you know. Even if he goes eight innings, one run, but he has four strikeouts, your points are, like, pretty good. But, like, I don't know. It's tough. Uh, I'm interested, but I'd try and find something else. Um, So Chris Archer gets Boston. Chris Archer is typically awesome. Uh Typically matchup proof, but he has a 587 ERA already. He's 0-3. Are you worried about Chris Archer? Not, not, not in the least, though. No. Yeah, okay. So you're all in against Boston? Yeah, pretty much. He has 23 strikeouts to 8 walks. I think I'm okay with him. I'm okay with picking him, but if this one goes bad and all of a sudden he's 0-4, like, I'm not, like, selling off, you know, pennies on the dollar or anything when I'm starting to look at him sideways and worry about it. But he could be just fine against Boston. And, yeah, when he's on, he's matchup proof. Um, how about, uh, I know I, I ragged on him, uh, but Joe Ross getting the Marlins. I think Joe Ross is good, um, and I only listened to Marlins. It's a big, fat platoon weakness, and all I could come up with was D. Gordon and Christian Yelich, who I think could have fine days, but if he's killing righties that much, there's a lot of righties in that lineup, and I think Joe Ross could be okay, too. I think he's a talented pitcher. He just has to figure out lefties a little bit, but, um, yeah. Would you consider him in Miami? I don't see why not, no. Yeah, I just don't think Miami's that good either. You're worried about Stanton, and if Joe Ross can kill righties that well, then there you go. Um, Would you consider Jimmy Nelson getting the Twins? The Twins who just lost Trevor Plouffe also. Okay, it's it's in Milwaukee, so they don't get the DH. So that means no no Byung-Ho Park. Probably, yeah. On fire. Yeah. You see, I've, I've been burned so many times by Jimmy Nelson that 
Sure. I kind of. The Twins are so game. bad against righties though, and they're striking out like crazy. I don't love Jimmy Nelson, but I like picking against the Twins. I've I've been burned so many times by Jimmy Nelson. It's not even funny. You you just gotta. It's too much. It it really is. Yeah. I, I, it, I, I understand. I, I, I do see the upside, but I just I see I see the blow up potential, and I'm just. You don't think somebody else is crazy for taking them, but it can't be you. Yeah. All right. Well, I I might. I'm gonna endorse it. Matt is not allowed to endorse it. I think that's a good matchup for him. Um. Other than that, I have like Zach Greinke up against Madison Bumgarner, and it stinks they're opposite each other. Uh, I believe Zach Greinke is going to be fine. He looked a little bit better last time out against the Padres. He looked a lot better, but it's because the bar was so low. Um, he should end up being okay. Do you have a side there? I mean, probably Bumgarner getting Arizona, but it's going to be more money. I don't know. How do you even go at this one? I, I would honestly, I'd probably rather have Greinke than Bumgarner. Yeah, well, I might take Bumgarner in a vacuum. All depends on prices. Uh, Giants have been a little bit cold, but they're pretty talented. I don't know. There's a lot of points there. Um, anybody else uh, on the day like stick out to you? You're not going near Locke or Pomeranz, are you? I'm going absolutely going near Drew Pomeranz. I think it's a great matchup for him. You like Pomeranz getting the Pirates? A lot, yeah. I think they have so many right-handers. I, I mean, none of them are that scary. I mean, it's McCutcheon and, and Marte, but I guess... Mm, I mean, Jung Gung was such a good lefty masher, and he's not back yet. I I think you like Pomeranz more than I do. You see, the, the thing with Pomeranz is he does have a bit of a platoon split, but I think that, I believe this is his first start in Petco. Is that, is that correct? Yes, I think so too. I I want to see what he's going to do in Petco. I really do. Sure, could end up being a good place for him. Or he could I, end up getting next to Ian Kennedy and just frustrate the crap out of me. He has had two starts. He went to Colorado, five innings, two runs, seven strikeouts. And he went to Philadelphia, six innings, two runs, eight strikeouts. So it's only two outings, but so far so good for Drew Pomeranz. And being at San Diego will be a lot nicer than those two. So. Yeah, agreed. So I'm really curious to see what he's going to do in, in San Diego. Okay. I'm intrigued. I don't know if I'm trusting yet, but I'm intrigued. I'm interested. Um, anybody else for you? Would you consider Jordan Zimmerman getting the Royals? just so hard to pick against the Royals, right? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Maybe Taiwan Walker getting the Indians, if you think that he can live up to his potential. There's strikeouts to be had there. I like Danny Salazar a bit better, I think. Yeah, Salazar getting the Mariners is going to be a good one. If he fits your uh, DFS slate, depending on the schedule of that game. How how do you think about Ross Stripling versus Willie Tehran? (sighs) I don't care about Ross Stripling much, even though he looked fine in his last outing out, too. I mean, he had that, that awesome debut in the last time out. It didn't look like a total fluke. You know, six innings, two runs. Um, I kind of like him. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. I I want to say that the Braves can't hit, but they just beat up Alex Wood. So, um, yeah, if you want to go with Ross Stripling, I'm fine with it. It doesn't invoke a lot of confidence with me. But on a day like this, where it's pretty hard to find a lot of guys I do like, um, I think that's okay. So, um, are there any other pitchers for you? I, I think we ran it down pretty well for this. Yeah. Um, okay. So we got to pick uh, some guys for our contest. I imagine you're going to go with Pomeranz. Is that your guy? Yeah, I'm 100%. I'm fine with that. I don't like it as much as you do. I'm probably between... I think I want Eovaldi against Oakland. Okay. Uh, I don't love it. It's mostly a pick against Oakland. I just think that's the least scary one. Um, and hopefully Evaldi can survive Yankee Stadium. Um, he's only 15% on, and that's too low. He's been... It's, it's awfully low for Nidia Evaldi. 
he has a 6.94 ERA on the year, but he has 15 strikeouts in 11 and two thirds innings and a 1.29 WHIP, which isn't good, but it's not anything compared to his 6.94 ERA. And I just don't think Oakland's that great. They're kind of cold right now, so um, I'm gonna go with Ivaldi, but not a ton of confidence. It's just a tough day. I could take Bartolo, I could take Hellickson, but or even Stripling, but gonna go with Ivaldi. Look for the strikeouts for me. And you sure. like Pomeranz pitching in San Diego, and I don't blame you. It's not for me, but I don't blame you. So. That's fair. Cool. Uh, Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here? Do we want to talk about Adam LaRoche again, or do we want to... <sighs> not particularly. <laughs> what is he doing? He's going on TV? No, okay, this is what happened. A, a, Chicago, a Chicago reporter actually asked Robin if he knew about Adam LaRoche going to Southeast Asia and fighting pimps. Yes. Um, You're not going to believe Robin's response. Uh, I think I might. <laughs> something diplomatic, something neutral. I not not so much. It, it, it was more to the effect of I, I had no idea what he was doing. Don't ask me. Basically, leave me out of it. And if you if you followed the White Sox at all for the past four years, that's that's kind of his patented answer for everything. You know, you could you know you you could ask him what he had for lunch, and he'd give you that exact same answer. I'm not sure. I wasn't really involved with my lunch. There you go. Know. It, yeah. it's, it, oh boy. it's going on for four years so it really was no you know when, if he gave an answer like other than that like I, I fully supported Adam I knew every every detail that yeah. would shock me but him saying I, I don't I don't know anything about that I didn't really know is, would is, you rather that the White Sox replace Robin Ventura or Hawk Harrelson ah, I didn't think it would be that tough oh, that is, is it that tough it's gotta be Robin yeah. Hawk, I can mute. Robin, I can't do anything about. That's true. That is true. Well, all right. Um, I'm glad we got a new update on uh, the Roche. Have you been watching uh, basketball or hockey playoffs at all? A, a bit of the hockey. No, I, I, don't, I don't have a, 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 a team to support for, for basketball, so a bit of the hockey, but not, not the yeah. basketball. Yeah. I am so out of the loop, I feel like. I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, it is playoffs time, isn't it? Oh. I should get into that. Hockey's that sport I wish I followed, and I don't. But maybe sometime. I, okay, uh, as, as weird as, as and random as baseball is, I feel hockey is even more so. Really? Yes. It's just volatile. It, so so much you know so much can be decided just on on, on the bounce of a puck. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that makes sense. So I feel like some sports have much more volatility. Like football really doesn't. Like the better team wins. Oh, most American football. Games. Or like basketball, like the better team wins most basketball. Basketball games. is probably the least random. Yeah. Of the major sports. Yeah, and you, you don't think football's number two? You, I'm sorry. You don't think football's number two? It's up there. I, I have to. I have to give it some serious, serious thought because yeah. I, I, I'm 100 percent certain that basketball is probably the least random, just because you can give the ball to the best player every time down the court. Yeah. You can't really do that in any other sport. Yeah. So. Not really. I, I, I'd have to give that some thought to see what, what I thought was number two. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I like hockey. I love the sport of hockey. I just I don't follow the league at all. Yeah. It's hard as like a hardcore baseball fan. I am wary of only being able to dip my toes in, if that makes sense. Like, I'm going to follow hockey and not know everything about all the players? Like, how do I do that? I don't know. Which is a weird apprehension. It's also just a time thing, more so. I'm like, oh, if I start to get into hockey, I need to get really into it. I don't have time for that. I'm way too into baseball. That's fair. Yeah, it's 
it's weird, but I think that's probably part of it. But I love the sport. It's really cool. I wish I were a hockey fan, yeah. but I'm too involved in being a baseball fan. So. You know, even people who are like super into it really, I hate to say, you know, they, they you, you can never get a straight answer out of hockey people, I feel. In what way? Just like if, if you ask like a hockey person what makes like a winning team. Oh. You get, you know, like 87 different answers and they could all be true. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. All right, Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here? I think we ran it down pretty well. Cool. That is our assessment of what we think is going to happen on Wednesday as we predict the future here on this podcast. Right. Wildly successfully every time. Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. We love to hear from you guys. The feedback's always good. We get back to you, and it's good. So, um, yeah. All right. For Matt. I'm Dylan. We're going to get out of here. We will be back on Thursday, though, so make sure to catch up with us then. We're here every day. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you then. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.